Welcome, everybody, to another episode of NFL East Podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Facebook, follow our NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of this podcast streaming live on YouTube. Hey, YouTube, what's up? That is NFL boy Brandon. He's also on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe his stuff. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure to follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. Fellas, I don't know about you all, but I'm glad week 14 is over. Shit. That was a long ass week. It was kind of a drag. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Didn't work out the way. 13 and 14 for me. Shit. <laughs> well, you got 15 to look forward to. So there's that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not for my team because a lot of injuries happened. So, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You guys, uh, both of your teams were able to pull out the win, though. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, yeah we, we beat the shit out of Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Damn near got the shit beat out of y'all. Oh, I know. Like, uh, went yeah. in that game. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I, I think we got a good show. Um, tonight we're going to do a little bit of news from the east just some of our normal normal stuff and then we're going to um, take a look and highlight the nfl east uh rookie the rookie class the we're going to take a look at some of the top rookies um run through them and their accomplishments um see if any of them might be winning an award um or something i think i think that that it's a good possibility that teams from the nfl east own both uh rookie offense and defense player of the year maybe um, so we, we'll, we'll get in more about that here in a few and then of course we're going to wrap it up with games of the week taking a look at those week 15 games and kind of run through them give you all our thoughts on the game and um, our predictions of course so that's what the plan for tonight is how's that sound to you guys yeah sounds good i like it all right all right cool let's kick it off with a little bit of news from the east All right, fellas. Let's uh let's start pretty much where we always start. We'll take a look at CBS Week 15 power rankings. Um, Brandon, you should be happy your Patriots broke back into the top 15. There you go. Dolphins took another dive. Um, well, not a, really a dive, just down one more point. Still remains in the top 10. Um, which is pretty cool. But what I like is look who's in the top 10, baby. Washington made it to the top 10 this year. They didn't even play last weekend. I know it. How cool is that? They take a week off and and break into the top 10. (laughs) All it means to me is they won on their fucking bye week. Sure did. (laughs) Exactly. 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 Um, That did work out good with the Giants losing. Uh, Giants. Yeah, the Giants. they went from 12 to 16. They dived down. So that's not good for them. Um, Patriots came back up two spots, like I said earlier, broke into uh, the top 15 last week. They were 17th. Jets stayed strong at 14. Washington finally moved up into the top 10 for the first time this year. Dolphins remain in the top 10. Cowboys, Bills, and Eagles all remain in the top 
five, actually, one, two, and three. So, same as last week. Yep. So I like how the Cowboys have beaten three of these top ten teams here. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty nice. Um, one, yeah, 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 pretty nice. The the uh, the Dolphins have beat two of them um, in the top ten, but have lost to uh, one, two, three of them. So they're two and three for teams yep. in the top ten right now. So. Yep. Dad, I also need you to uh, remember, look at uh, 15 and look at 9. We're one game behind you all. Yes. Just saying. Yes, that's very true. Oh, wait, we're going to we're gonna talk about that here in a few. I <laughs> believe that. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally, yeah, I totally see it. Um, I'm not, yeah, well, I'll save it. I'll save it because we have um, coming up right now, actually, if you're ready, NFL East potential playoff teams. And this potential playoff teams, in case you're not watching this, you're just listening to this podcast, I am putting up some very strong air quotes. Um, Because some of these teams I don't think are going to make it to the playoffs. Anyways, some NFL potential playoff teams are moving in the wrong direction. So the question I'm going to propose to you all is, will they make the playoffs? I'm going to show you a little bit of information about a team. I'm going to tell you a little bit about a team. And you all are going to tell me your prediction of whether you think they're going to make it to the playoffs, yes or no. Let's start with my Miami Dolphins. Eight and five. They're on a two-game losing streak. They have left the Bills, Packers, Patriots, and Jets. But here is what I want you all to look at. And in case you all are listening to this, you all really need to go to YouTube and watch this. We constantly throw stuff up on the screen. Right now, I have 2022 season for Tua's first nine games. For quarterbacks win and loss, he was 8-1. and His completion percentage was 69.7, best in the league. Passer yardage, 284 yards. Um, Interception to touchdown ratio. Here we go. 19 touchdowns to only three interceptions in nine games. That's amazing. No wonder why they were talking about him for MVP. Passer rating of 115.7. Across from that, I have Tua's last two starts. He's 0-2, as we know, with the West Coast slide. He's 0-2. His percentage has dropped all the way down to 45%. He's only come up with 220 yards. And here's the scary one is the touchdown or the touchdown to interception ratio. He's three and two. He already has two interceptions in two games when he only had three in his first nine and his passer rating has dropped all the way down to 73%. Um, And I'm going to throw the question out to you guys, since this is our potential playoff teams, this is the first one up on the board. Eight and five. Um, computers predict that the Dolphins can make it to the playoffs with 10 wins. That's two out of the last four. Like I said, they have, they play the Bills, the Packers, the Patriots for the second time, which they've already beat once, the Jets for the second time, who they've already lost to once. Does this team make the playoffs, yes or no? I say yes. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna sweep the. They're not gonna sweep the next four games, but I can see him winning three out of four. 
So, yep. Well, that gets them into the playoffs then. That gets I'm, them uh, in the playoffs. Yep. I'm also going to say yes. Uh, it, you know, Dad, the, those stats that you threw up for two are a little bit concerning. But like you guys were saying a on little Tuesday bit. night. What? Well, yeah. What I'm <laughs> saying is, yeah, they, they are. They are concerning. But but like you guys said on Thursday night, I, I think like Rich said it perfectly. Like you will, you know, Mike McDaniels um, has gotten into a scheme where he thinks that he can just run the same thing over and over and over and over again. And now teams are starting to learn it. So, like you were saying, Dad, you will need to play off the run. I think if you guys get your running game going, I think Tua will fall back into what he was doing at the beginning of the season. And I think he'll turn it around, and and I think you guys are still going to make the playoffs. Um, I think you guys should win at least two games. I mean, it, Al, you should beat Green Bay for sure, and you're, you're going to beat somebody else out of those other three games. So, I, I say, yeah, you will make it. Yeah, to kind of piggyback off of Brandon real quick about uh, uh, Mike McDaniel's changing his strategy up a little bit. Uh, he could be forced to if they do a cold weather game in Buffalo this weekend. Uh, yeah. That's got that's got to talked about that on Tuesday. Yeah, you talked about that on. Yeah, Tuesday. that's gonna that'll for, that'll kind of uh, uh, require him to sort of re, revamp the offense a little bit, and it could work out really good for him. Well, see, right. it, on on Tuesday, I wrote in the chat that they were predicting anywhere between two to seven inches for this game in snow. Now they're predicting seven or more inches of snow. Like, they're no longer saying two. They're saying seven or more inches of snow. Right. They, I mean, the right. worst case scenario is the game gets moved to a dome. My, Coach uh, McDaniel decides to stay with his plan and to a bus has another bus. There's worst case scenario. So I say we just run the ball in the snow, damn it. Run the ball in the snow. Yeah. I yeah, I I yeah, we talked about all this on Tuesday. Um concerning the Dolphins. I I'm you know, I my thing is is I, I gave Tua a pass on the San Francisco game. I, like I said before, everybody's allowed to have a bad game. Once you start doing it consistently, what's what's concerning me with Tua is Tua, up to this point of his career, he has not struggled with accuracy, hardly at all. That was normally one of his biggest strengths, his completion percentage. Did I read that to you all in his first nine games? He led the league, you know what I'm saying, with almost 70% completion percentage. Um, just a bad mother hubbard. And I, I, I need that fixed. I don't know if it's play calling. I don't know if it's... Uh, for some reason, him and the receivers, um, I think it's uh, a couple of pretty good defenses that are covering the middle of the field, and he's not looking at other options. You know what I'm saying? And he needs to check it down a little bit more or whatever. He just he needs to be able to read the field a little bit more and make better decisions. Um, one problem we have had with Tua in the past is decision-making. And I don't think it's his accuracy is the problem. I think it's his decision-making. I think he he is still going for those big shots when when those guys really aren't open. And he should check it down. Of course, there was a couple of throws that the ball was just lost. The receivers didn't even see it coming. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm talking about Waddle and Hill. I'm talking about receivers that know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's kind of scary as a Dolphins fan. But realistically, um, to me, this, this even it, even because we're having this discussion in week 15, to me, it's, it's 
the same old shit. You know what I'm saying? It's the same old shit, dude. It's the Dolphins. We weren't supposed to be talking about this. We weren't, weren't supposed to. We've been a two a 10-win team for two years. Just haven't made it to the playoffs for two years because 10 wins didn't get you in. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, and, and it's fucking bullshit, dude. We shouldn't have to be talking about the Dolphins like this. This year, they were supposed to win 10-plus games, 11, 12, 13, dominate, compete for the fucking East. You know, and that's what they were supposed to be doing this year. And so it's it's a letdown already. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, pull up your big boy pants. See if you – I mean, the good thing is if we can split with the Bills, that's a loss. Beat the Packers, split with the Patriots, that's a loss. And beat the Jets, we got 10 wins. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even on that crappy shit. But, I, I mean, I don't want the Jets' defense right now. I don't want to play them because I think they're just going to cover the center of the field and let Tua fucking screw up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so I don't know. I don't know. That's in four weeks. Uh, Tua can bounce back. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping him and the coach and them wide receivers all get on the same page and realize they have a couple good running backs when healthy. And uh, Moster's healthy, so let's do this. All right, that's all I got. So you all think they're going to the – playoffs pretty cool yeah i think they will i i do think that they do have some tough defenses here obviously that with within your division your division teams all all have pretty stout defenses you should pick up that packers game fairly easily i think and then really you're just going to get one or two out of those three division games and i think you're good yeah but i had you guys predicted to to win the win your division yeah, you guys got. We can we, we could win the division if we go four and zero, oh and the Bills yeah. lose another game. So. Yeah, I'm going to need you guys to do that. <laughs> right there, you go. There you go. I would love to see it. it. And I'll tell you what. Right now, let me throw this up here one more time. If Tua plays like this right here, we can win all four games. Guarantee you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, we can we we can easily win all four games if he has a 70 percent completion percentage, and he's uh only getting, you know, three interceptions in nine games. That means he won't throw any more. You know what I'm saying? And have a passer rating of 115. We're in the middle of every single one of those games. You know what I mean? So there you go. So if we play like we've already played this year, we have a shot. That's pretty cool. All right. So NFL East potential playoff teams moving in the wrong directions. Next up is the Giants. Giants are seven, five, and one. Coming off of a 0 and 3 and 1 record, Commanders, Vikings, Colts, and Eagles are their next targets. Here you go. Um, first seven games, they went six and one. The last six games, they went one, four, and one. The Giants are falling off at the wrong time. <laughs> so. Um, what do you all think about the Giants? Do the Giants with Commanders, Vikings, Colts, and Eagles left on their schedule? I think nine wins might get you in. I don't know. I don't have no idea because I think the Lions are going to the playoffs. So, but I think the Lions are winning three more games. So there you go. Um does I'm that get them into no. the playoffs? I don't think they will. In fact, I don't think no. they'll win another game. Uh, okay. it's possible they could lose out here. Um it's really, really um you can't really call it a disappointing season for the Giants because um, you know, they were seven and two at one point, but if they don't make the playoffs, I guess it's probably gonna be a little bit disappointing. Um 
but they're not playing good ball at all right now. They've got multiple injuries and their schedule is going to be brutal. <laughs> so, right. so they had, they would literally have, literally have to win two of those games. And I don't, I don't know if they've got two of those there that they can win. Yeah. I'm on, uh, I'm also saying no. I only seen them winning one out of the last four games that they got available. Um, I, I don't think that they're going to beat the Eagles. I have them losing to Washington on, on Sunday night as well. And uh, I, I also got them losing to the Vikings. So, I mean, I, I don't see them making it to the playoffs. So, um, I'm going to say no on the Giants. You see them going, and both of you all might, or Brandon, you definitely eight, five, and one. With the win, their only other win is to the Colts. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. I, I think that's very. <clears throat> I think that's very feasible. Um, I don't think it's going to happen though. I, but it might. It, the problem that I have uh, with this, and I think you guys are bringing up, you know, some pretty good points, and that's pretty good predictions. I for the Giants, I believe what happened is their offensive line has fell apart at the wrong time. Um, they're everything they have is based off their offensive line because everything they have is based off of Saquon Barkley and the ability of Daniel Jones to either do the short pass or run. And, um, the offensive line hurts both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The offensive line is extremely unhealthy right now. And I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks. Um, I don't want that for Saquon. I think um, I think they will beat the Commanders, but I only have them beating the Commanders and the Colts, um, and that only has them that has them going um, nine, seven and one. And I don't know if that gets them into the playoffs. Okay. And I, I think it might be that first tie killed them, um, and that's what happened. And and that's what I said. That's why that's why I don't understand the Brian Dable of not going for it in overtime. Um, I think that tie is what's going well, to Well, that, that's the, the thing players. that they – I heard you mention it on Tuesday night. They actually didn't play for the tie. They kicked the field goal with Graham Gano to try and win it, but he missed Right, the but they goal. already punted once. They've already punted once at that time. Oh, yeah. They punted yeah. once, yeah. And, then the, and then Washington punted once, and then they got the ball back in the field – or kind of field goal range, kind of field goal range, 50-something yards – kicked it and missed it so if they would have went for it at the beginning that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah you see what i'm saying it was fourth yeah. down and two if they would have went for it got that first down then they would have been able to get you know within field goal range or score so i think i think that's what it's going to be i think they're going to go two and two and miss the playoffs is my belief there so uh, there is a chance that they could get in here and uh, it would i think it would require the eagles to have already clinched the number one seed before the last week, last game of the season, and right. if they rest all their starters. They may just throw that game away to the Giants. Uh, so if the Giants could, I mean, well, they end up uh, winning. But three. also, yeah, I mean, they have to beat the but Commanders. But also, Rich, you, you got to think about it. We've seen that in in divisional games. If you know that you're going up against one of your divisional rivals, you want and knowing that you can knock them out of the playoffs, most teams want to go for that knockout. So. It's possible. They're going to weigh the they'll weigh the risk. This it depends on where they're at. I think if yeah, uh, they they may try that. But if they've got the number one seed locked up, which hopefully they yeah. won't, um, then you know 
All that, I'm saying is if Minnesota loses another game or two, I, I think Eagles are going to clinch the first seed because Minnesota's already 10 and 3. So there you go. Right. Yeah. Um. Well, there you go. And the Vikings, the Giants have to play the Vikings. So if they beat the Vikings, you know, that could help the Eagles. Yeah. You know, so there you go. Well, the, All Eagles, right. the Eagles on the tiebreaker over the Vikings. So. Right, uh, it's going to be it's going it'll be it's gonna Dallas. Be it'll be Dallas and Eagles for that one seed, I think. Dallas on the tiebreaker against the Vikings as well. So cool. Yeah. All one. right. Uh, next and last up of teams on the slide: seven and six Jets. They have went zero and two. But and next up are the Lions, Jags, Seahawks, and Dolphins. Um, right now, pulled out today, the New York football Jets have a 42% chance of taking a wild card. Um, 58% chance they're out, only a 1% chance of hosting the wild card, and a 1% chance of winning anything, but that does mean that all of those options are still alive, so there you go. 42% chance as of right now. Do you think the Jets are making the playoffs? No. Nope, I don't think they do it. I think uh, they – Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they can generate the offense to keep up uh, to – to. I mean, they're going to have to win three of these games, at least two of them maybe. Um, I, I feel like offensively that they're going to have a hard time uh, scoring enough points to win these games. So I'm going to say no. All right. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm also probably going to say no. Uh, like Richard, I, I don't see them um, generating enough uh, offensive power, especially, I mean, who do they play in the next four games again, Dad? Lions, Jaguars, Seattle Seahawks, and Dolphins. I see them going two and two. I have them losing to the Dolphins and the um, – I have them losing to the Dolphins and the Lions, and they're going to beat the Jaguars and Seahawks. So and that puts I mean, them at nine and six. Do you think yeah. they get into the playoffs on nine and six? I mean, maybe, but with a that stack, depends on the uh, Patriots and Chargers. <laughs> yeah, the Patriots and Chargers. If one of those teams step up, I mean, yeah, that, that's the in. that's the thing, and, and that's why I'm honestly surprised surprised that you didn't put us in there. I I don't have us making the playoffs. I don't. I mean, well, if I if I'm sitting it's, here, it's, e- it's fan, either going to be the Patriots, the Jets, yeah. or the Chargers. One of those three teams are making the playoffs. I, I have the Which Chargers. One? I have the Chargers. Okay, the thing about the Chargers yeah. and the Patriots, and the reason why they're not in here is because they're coming off of wins. This yeah. is teams that are on a downslide. The Jets have lost their yeah. last two games. You well, see what see, I'm saying? Yeah. So. Well, I, I don't have the Jets making it because, like I said, I have them going two and two. Nine and sit nine and seven or nine and six, whatever it is, will not um, get you to the playoffs. The AFC, yeah, and the yeah. AFC, it's way too stacked. Um, you know, so like I said, I have the Chargers making it. I, I you know, being a fanboy, I'd like to say my New England Patriots are going to make it, but I don't even think we're going to make it because I, that offense with all those injuries that we got going on, and then on top of that, uh, Matt Patricia doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, so. I, you know, I, I, I'm going to say no, New England doesn't make it either. So I have the Chargers making it out of this. All right, cool. 
I'm not going to say anything about the Jets because uh, I just looked over my notes and the Jets got a whole lot of, they get a whole lot of love this episode um, coming up. Of course, when you draft, in my opinion, three of the best rookies coming out of the draft class, um, <laughs> potentially your AFC, or I mean, potentially your offense and defense players, uh, rookie players of the year. Um, anyways, so I'm going to keep moving. Oh, shoot. Jets. We got a little bit of news from the Jets. Zach Wilson has moved up to the number two QB spot. I will go ahead and put it on here right now. I am not going to say my prediction of whether I think the Jets are going to make it to the playoffs or not. But I will say if Zach Wilson has to start in any of these games, they will not make it to the playoffs, I guarantee you. It, uh, it's Mike White or Bust at this time. So. Well, if we're doing uh, updates, uh, Ramondre Stevenson was out of practice today. Jacoby Myers was out of practice. And Devontae Parker was also out of practice. So... Not sounding good. No, on well, those were the three guys that were hurt. There's no more updates. We don't know if they're going to play or not. I mean, it doesn't sound good because we're already on Thursday. But, no, nah, it sounds like they're not going to be. Uh, Jack Jones, I haven't seen anything else on him. But I'm I'm expecting he probably didn't practice either today. So. Yep. Yep. Um, he did not practice. I knew he did not practice, but I haven't heard any updates of whether he, those guys were going to start or not. So um, definitely keep an eye on that. We don't have any more information on it as of right now. So any other um, injury updates that anybody has before we dive into the NFL East top rookies 2022? Uh, I will say that uh, uh, Dallas Gobbert is going to, that uh, Goddard is going to be playing this week. So he's coming yes. off. He's coming off the IR. He will be put him on your fantasy team. So. Well, he's practicing. Is he going to, is he going to play? I think he's going to play. If he's practicing, he's going to play. So. Oh yeah. Uh, New England also took Christian Barmore off of the IR. So uh, it doesn't sound like he's good to go for this upcoming Sunday, but he sounds like he might be ready to go in like a week or two from now. So, right. There you go. There you go. All right. Anything else? Injury updates. I do not have any injury updates as of right now for the Miami Dolphins. Um, None that I did not already say on Tuesday, which is Tyreek Hill and Teron Armstead are both not practicing, but are both expected to play through injury. Um, Waddle is expected to play. Um, so that's for basically the starters. There you go. Um, I think Roe Ro has announced that he's going to be out, which puts a little strain in the defensive backs. But, uh, yeah, a rookie that we're going to be talking about here in a little while um, might step up. So there you go. Anything else? Um, I don't have anything. Nope. All right. NFL East top rookies 2022. What we're going to do is just take this team by team. Um, I'll go over a few and you guys put in your two cents. If you have any, we'll move on to the next team. Um, and of course, I believe we have to start, don't we? 
with the New York Jets, right? Yeah. Or New Jersey New Jets, if you're a Bills fan. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, right, they right. actually do play New York. In Jersey. New you know, York. So. Right, exactly. Exactly. So for all the Bills fans, we'll, you know, it's the New Jersey Jets. There you go. Um, but the thing is, and the truth is, in my opinion, they have the three best rookies um, in in this whole rookie class. That that I mean, there was a there's a wide receiver in New Orleans, but I'll take my wide receiver in New York. So um, or New Jersey. I'm sorry. All right. Of course, we are talking about cornerback Sauce Gardner, round one, number four overall, thirty seven tackles. 33 solo tackles, two interceptions, 16 passes defended. He has went up against NFL best wide receivers and have shut them down. In my opinion, this guy right here is your defensive rookie of the year. Do you all agree? I I do agree. Rich, you want to go first? No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I, I was gonna just say, uh, I I one hundred de- I one hundred percent definitely agree with you on that, Dad. I mean, if Sauce Gardner wasn't a damn rookie, wouldn't we be talking about he has to be Defensive Player of the Year too? All right. Thank you. You know. <laughs> Thank so, you. So I, I mean, I mean, honestly. So okay. So funny story about Sauce Gardner. Okay. So I follow a lot of Cincinnati fans on my Twitter, right? So all season long, people was raving about Sauce Garner, right? So about a month before the draft, I was like, who the fuck is this guy, Sauce Garner? Why are they hyping him up so much? So I watched it. Right after I got done watching that one tape, I said, I now see the hype around this man. And I knew instantly that he was going to be a bad man when he stepped foot into the National Football League. And look what he's doing now. He has got to be one of the best cornerbacks in the national football league already and he's a damn rookie so i mean sauce garner is bad man so yeah yeah i totally agree i also have seen him um i've seen him play in college like on tv never in person um but and it's kind of sucks since we're so close but uh, i've seen him play and i knew that he was a bad mother but i'm like you brandon I always, you know, watch tape on those top guys, those guys that are going in the top 10. I'll watch tape on all of them come to the draft. The draft is one of our favorite times of the year. And uh, I watched tape on them, and, like, I was like, oh, shit. I knew he was good. I didn't know he was this good. Yeah. Um, But he has done – he's done it all in the NFL all in one year. What do you got, Rich? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to get on the bandwagon and agree with you guys as well. Uh, He is a shutdown corner, rookie or not. Already. Uh, as a rookie, a, shut yeah. down NFL corner. Yeah, he's probably yeah. the best cornerback to come out since Jalen Ramsey, and he's probably better than Jalen Ramsey. But uh, yeah, there you go. But, but still, uh, not afraid of any receiver in the NFL. Right. So yeah, it, I uh, mean, honestly, just looking, and I mean, honestly, if we're sitting here, we would all agree that Stefan Diggs is probably what a top ten, top five wide receiver in the National Football League. Sure. Both yeah. matchups, this man has shut Stefan Diggs down. Like he kept Stefan oh, Diggs in it, yeah, both but it, matchups. We're talking like under Stephon Diggs. We're talking about they've played the Vikings, they played the Dolphins, yeah. they played they yeah. played teams with really good wide receivers, yeah. and he has shut them down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, it's it's badass, dude. It's yeah, I don't think he'll ever have a ton of re- interceptions in in this league because uh, or in a season because 
Who's because he has 37 yeah. tackles and 33 solo tackles. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, right. Yeah. That's another part of his game. Not only can he, he cover, but he, he, he right. can take he's, he's down. Not your little, he's not your yeah. little precious can't get hurt going for the ball interception, dude. Yeah. He will yeah. knock you on the yeah. fucking ground. He yeah. will yeah. tackle your ass. Well, well, see, so, well, see, the funny thing is, Rich, is uh, I, I agree with I like you. He, he won't have ever have multiple interceptions because it's not for the fact that he's not good. It's for the fact that the wide receiver, I mean, the quarterback doesn't want to throw to his ass because right. they know that he's going to pick it. So what's funny is if you watch a Jets game, it, uh, about midway through the game, Salah will go, okay, well, you're not going to throw to Sauce Gardner. Well, we're going to start playing him all around the field, and he'll start playing, yeah. like, middle linebacker and shit, too. And he'll get yeah, in there that's and what do they everything. Need to do. I think they need to do more of that because he's such a good tackler. Yeah. I understand, like, like the Cowboys last year had a rookie that was – he played linebacker, though, and so they could drop him back into coverage or they could rush him. They could do those kind of things. Sauce Gardner is a cornerback that can tackle like a linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. I mean, so move his ass up to the middle of the field. If your best wide receiver, wide receiver, is a tight end, move Sauce Gardner up and let him fucking cover him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there you go. Every now Put and him on a tight end. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even fair. You get beat up, won't he? Well, no, no, no. It, I, that tight end's not going to catch a ball. I know that much. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't even. Uh, yeah, you definitely but, shut, shut him down. I don't know. I mean, but you you got teams that have crappy wide receivers. All they have is a tight end. All right. they have is the, the is the the running back coming out of the backfield. You know what I'm saying? They don't have good wide receivers. So right. that's where Sauce gets all his tackles. You know what I'm saying? He moves up. He yeah. he doesn't just play his side of the field. He shuts down his side of the field, whether it's running, whether it's short pass game, or whether it's his guy trying to get the ball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He shuts it down. Which yeah, I agree. And like like you said, he's just a defensive weapon. That's kind of that's that's why he will probably get multiple defensive players of the year in his uh, career, NFL career. Yeah. He's healthy. Yep, and he should get rookie. Defensive player of the year. There you go. All right, next up, wide receiver. We're sticking with the Jets. I got two more, and then I'll pass the mic. Uh, Wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. Round one, pick number 10, 63 receptions, 868 yards, and four touchdowns. As a rookie, with a swap um, at quarterback, now has his third quarterback of the year throwing him the ball. I believe this guy would have already over a thousand yards and um, probably closer to 10 touchdowns. If the New York jets would have started Mike white at the beginning of the season. So that's um, yeah, very my possible. opinion. So, but as of right now, that's pretty damn good. 868 yeah. yards, four touchdowns. Going into week 15. So, yeah, Jets had a great draft right there, picking the best cornerback in the, in the draft and the best wide receiver, probably. And I still have one more. <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> because they definitely picked the best running back of the bunch. So, but all right. Um, anything on Garrett Wilson before I pass? I mean, honestly, no, I, I agree with you too on the Mike White situation. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, all right. Uh, next up. This guy has only played in seven games and still leads the Jets 
in the yardage in in uh, rushing yards for the year. Can you believe that? Only played through week seven and still leads the Jets in rushing yards. Not because they don't rush the ball, because he ran so damn much. Of course, I'm talking about running back Bryce Hall. Round two, number 36, overall 80 carries, 463 yards, seven touchdowns, 19 receptions, another 218 yards and a touchdown, all in seven games. This would have been Ural's Offensive Player, rookie, rookie Offensive Player of the Year. If he would not have get hurt, he was keeping up with the big dogs. At the time he got hurt, he was right under Saquon Barkley. He was right under the top running backs of this league when he got hurt and knocked out. He would be right there with them, um, and nobody would be asking if the Jets are going to the playoffs. We would be wondering what seed they are because um, this man, they took a hit when he went down. Uh, I, I I will start this, and all I got to say is uh, thank you, Dad, for giving my, my credit because I believe all April long I was telling you, Rich, and everyone else you did. that Bryce Hall was going to be the best running back. I told you to watch this man's tape. You, Dad, I believe was like, oh, he's short. Is he really going to make that big of an impact? Well, look at him man. now. I told you that he was going to be an awesome ass running back. Did I or did I not? So yeah, you did, he, and he, you were correct. He's so, he's a bad man. I, I really he's liked what I seen off of his tape. Uh, like I said, you know, like like me and Dad's been saying, we we watch a lot of tape on these people coming out of the draft, and and I watch Bryce Hall, and I, I watched a couple of other running backs too, like Kenneth Walker and all of them, and I like them too. But I really really liked what I seen from Bryce Hall. And I think easily, if he didn't get injured, he would be offensive rookie player of the year. This man was single-handedly carrying the Jets' offense week in, week out. He on still his leads the Jets in yeah. running in yardage for running. And, and I mean, honestly, the way still. that the Jets' running game is all the way up to week fifteen now, um, yeah, I don't think anybody. Imagine if the that. Jets had a quarterback. Imagine if the Jets had a quarterback. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what. You want to talk about a hell of a draft? We are talking about NFL East top rookies. A hell of a draft is when you're number four, round one, number four, round one, number 10, round two, 36 overall. All three hit as t- top three of the best five picks of the draft. Amazing. I mean, I mean, and honestly, I'm Amazing. single-handed. I'm single-handed. Good job, giving Jets. The credit. I'm single-handedly, Dad giving the credit not good job jets good job sala because the jets go. year in year out fucking sucked at drafting until sala got there and in his first year they get three badass people out of the draft and that uh, that defense is pretty badass too so there you go all right cool it's time to uh move on let's let's pass it that is the jets good job jets nation you all are not in New Jersey. We know that you're the New York Jets. Don't be Even though silly. you play in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Even though you play in East Rutherford, <laughs> New Jersey. Um. Uh. Okay. Next up, New England. Um. Brandon, do you have anybody at New England you want to highlight? 
Yeah, uh, well, first and foremost, I'm pretty sure we have to highlight the man, the myth, the legend, uh, which is our cornerback, uh, uh, fuck, uh, Matt Jones, whatever the fucking name is, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, but you know who I'm talking about, the greatest cornerback. Well, not the greatest, but he is really good cornerback. Um, hang on, let me pull up a couple of the stats that I got. Um, let me pull up the couple of the stats I got here. Uh, Jack Jones. Here we go. Pull up the stats. So he, believe it or not, uh, and I can't believe this with my own eyes too, uh, but he's only started two games out of 13 games. He's only started two of them. Um, he has two interceptions. For 40 yards, took one of them back for a touchdown. He has um, he has 25 sacks or 25 tackles. Um, it, it, he ha- oh what he has 30 tackles overall. 25 of them was by himself. Five was assisted, and uh, he has three. I- I'm guessing that's like rushing the passer or some shit. I mean, right. this man has been all over the field this year for oh, He was all over the field, um, and he's played in every game, Brandon. He's only yeah. started the, last, the the game that he had that interception and ran it back for the touchdown. He yeah. didn't start that game. Since then, he started. <laughs> that was three games ago. Oh, okay. I, I don't <laughs> he's know. a bad man. He, yeah. he, he's, he's a good corner, man. He really is. Yeah. He's a good corner. Yeah, I really I really like what I, I've seen out of Jack Jones. Um he, you know, I, I think he's going to turn into be a, one of the better cornerbacks uh, in the league for years to come. Totally I, you agree. Know, uh, he, he's not Sauce Gardner, but I mean, shit, put him right behind Sauce Gardner, right? So I mean, oh, I, I would um, take him across from Sauce Gardner. Yeah, he would shut down oh, the yeah. other oh, side. Yeah, for sure. You would have a top-notch yeah. wide receiver core, or I mean, uh, uh, your uh, CB core right there. Yeah. If you had uh, Jack Jones and uh, Sauce. Yeah, that would be unfair for most. Yeah, uh, honestly, it would. Um, well, the the only other uh, rookie out of New England that I wanted to highlight, uh, the man has only started. Uh, is is the dude game. strange? Is the dude strange? Because what do you mean? Yeah, your guard, offensive guard. Oh no 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 no. Okay, let me get to that. Okay, okay. <laughs> strange has actually been a badass motherfucker. Okay, he's played really well. Yeah, he he, has, he 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 took a big hit during the draft because nobody thought he was yeah. should go that high, but he's yeah. really outplayed it. His potential. Yeah. Honestly, so. I I mean honestly, when we took him, he they were saying he was supposed to go in the sixth or seventh round, right? right. Well, shit, I think if you would have got him in the sixth or seventh round, that would have been a fucking steal. He's been playing um at guard for us all year long. And this man has been badass. Like he's went yeah. up against some good, uh, you know, good defensive tackles. And this man has held his ground with he's them. Been like solid. He, he's, he's been, been solid. solid all year long. Um, but the dude, the other dude, I want to talk to talk about for New England real quick. His name is Marcus Jones. He's not on a lot of people's radars. I know if I mention him, you'll be like, "Who the hell is Marcus Jones?" Well, this is our other cornerback. No, it seems like everybody on the Patriots team, their last name is Jones. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dad. But listen, okay, this man has only started one game, and he started the game 
uh, he took over Jad Jones' position once Jad Jones went out in that game against Arizona. Yeah. He took over. So he's only started one game. Um, he has one interception, and he had seven tackles in that game alone in the Arizona oh, game. And also, this man is our special team returner. He's a badass returner. That's why he's yeah. so good at tackling, because he's a special teamer, and that's so hard to play. Yeah. Any 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 CB that tackles a lot, I yeah. like. Yeah. AKA well, he's party. also really good at offense. He came in one play, reported in as a wide receiver, caught the t- caught the ball, and took it to the house for a touchdown. So right. this man can do it all. He plays all three positions. So there you go. All right, cool. All right, let's keep moving. We got the Giants up next. And, you know, I can't let the Giants pass by without talking about the man, Kayvon Thibodeau, offensive uh, or outside linebacker, round one, number five overall, and have lived, he's lived up to the hype. He's he's um, struggled a little bit with injury, but has 16 tackles, 14 solo tackles, two sacks, one forced fumble. And the greatest part, I believe, of this is he has proven that he is the, a centerpiece for the building blocks of the Giants. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. he's something. He's somewhere they can start when they start thinking about building that defense. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. He's going to be there for now. He was taken in the first round for five years. You know what I'm saying? You have him locked in now. Build around him. Because this man is, he's a beast. You know what I'm saying? He's a beast. Yeah. And he's, he's, you're going to see those two sacks grow and grow and grow. But the, I mean, he only has two sacks, but he also drops back. You know what I'm saying? He could do a little bit of everything. He has tons of tackles. Um, that's what he does. Let's just hope he could stay healthy. He's all over the, uh, the first and second level of that defense. And he's, He's a bad man. So um, you definitely have somebody here to start building that defense around. That's pretty awesome. Um, that's pretty much all I got for the Giants. Cowboys. Yeah, I'll add I'll add to that, Josh. Uh, Kayvon? Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he had a little bit of a slow start with injuries and stuff like that. Uh, right. But, yeah, uh, once, he's, once he got going, you can see that he's going to be a terror on the edge there. Oh, Kayvon's yeah. a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he is He is uh, <laughs> definitely wor- worthy of that high draft pick. So, good for the Giants. Yeah, uh, yeah and, and you're right. They need to build their defense around him. Get back right. to and even And even when they try to run the ball and stuff, it seems like he's right there. He's on top of everything. It don't yeah. matter. You know what I'm saying? He's normally only in, you know, a lot of pass plays. And he can rush the passer, but he can also do whatever you need him to do. He just... He's a terror right there. So it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. All right. Next up, we have the Cowboys. Rich, you got anybody? Yeah. So um, uh, it, it's going to be hard to say like immediately, but I'm going to say in a couple of years, this is going to be uh, one of Dallas's just great draft classes. Uh, they really accumulate some nice players from this draft. They do draft good. They've been drafted good for. Uh, several years now um tyler smith is our first round draft pick uh he was drafted to play guard and develop into a tackle eventually to take over uh, tyron smith's left tackle position obviously tyron smith got uh uh injured in the preseason 
and they moved Tyler Smith over there. Uh, he had he's had some growing pains, but he looks like a solid left or solid NFL left tackle. Um, yeah, I mean he's definitely a solid offensive lineman. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And, and and he looks like he's going to be able to play multiple spots. He can play guard or tackle, and that's right. pretty amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a very you know expensive piece. <laughs> sure, right. That's very yeah. expensive for Jerry Jones right now. So right. So um, uh, that turned out to be like uh, we had the 24th pick in the first round and um, really could not be happy or happier with him. He's 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 playing almost as good as any tackle that's been that, you know, drafted ahead of him. Um, so uh, he's going to be solid. But the rest of the draft class, minus our third round wide receiver, really uh, is really just going to be stellar. Our our tight ends rookies this year. Uh, we picked Jake Ferguson in the fourth round, but there we also picked up Peyton Hendershop off a of free agency, and wow. they're both studs. They're both like um, uh, high quality tight ends. Uh, it's hard to see a, uh, impactful rookie tight ends, but right. both of these guys do it. They block well. They they can uh, uh, get get themselves open. Gotta have a That's nice. Awesome. Yeah, we're gonna be t- we're gonna be locked up at tight end for a while. Sorry, Dalton Schultz. You'll be going somewhere else next year. Right, um, exactly. Right. So uh, um, definitely another free agent they got that is uh, Deron. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Deron Bland. No, I'm sorry. He's not a free agent. I was I thinking he's a free agent. Maybe he was a free or a, uh undrafted player from uh, Fresno State. He's going to be our cornerback. Um, they brought him into training camp in the preseason. Uh he was like our second best cornerback, <laughs> you know, undrafted, was, undrafted, undrafted. Rookie. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, he's out of Fresno state. Um, right. So uh, he's been, he's been a huge uh, surprise there. Um, but we have a, we have a linebacker, Damon, Damon Clark. He came out of LSU. Uh, interesting story with him um, uh, in the, in the draft process. Uh, it was discovered that he had a, a, a spinal neck injury, right? right. Uh, it was actually founded by the Dallas Cowboys doctors. Well, he was uh, considered a top five linebacker coming out, but he dropped all the way to the fifth round. Uh, wow. Dallas picked him up. <laughs> wow! You know, after discovering his injury, uh, they did draft. They did draft him, and he got his surgery done. And now he's he's uh, healthy and he's playing, and he is a huge impact player. Probably the best linebacker rookie this year out of that's cool in this class um you can watch him on the field there he's just all over the place uh he's actually got a uh, there's a, a rumor that he's the only defensive player that can outrun micah parsons so oh really yeah um supposedly um so but he's a, he's a burner for sure so definitely a big a nice impact pickup there so uh yeah, Dallas winning on the rookies this year. Even though we don't have, uh, we don't have a rookie that's like Micah Parsons level like you did last year. But, right. Uh, but, but now you got like a handful of rookies. Yeah, and they're be- they're all going to be solid, and a lot of them are starting and already contributing. Minus our third round wide receiver who can't right. seem to make the roster. Right. Well, I, I'll tell you one team through you know through seven rounds of the draft who did not even have a handful of rookies because they had no draft picks. And that was the Miami Dolphins. 
Uh, and for the second year in a row, Miami Dolphins will not have any draft picks. Draft draft night's going to be not fun with you, Josh. Right, no. I, mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I still get into yeah. it. I still get into it, just not for my uh, Miami Dolphins. Although, Dude, gonna, if, uh, if you would have told me last April that the Miami Dolphins had no draft picks, I would have been like, why the hell is Dad getting so hyped? That man was over here. Yelling, having a good time. Yeah, watching. I still, yeah. I still get pretty hyped. I still get pretty hyped. I love the draft. Um, and I do have to give a shout out to another um, undrafted, uh, free, uh, undrafted free agent cornerback, um, Cater Kohu, who has really saved the Miami Dolphins defense this season. He has stepped up and has he, he's he's you know, played cornerback started. He's out of Texas A&M Comrades and um, undrafted free agent has really stepped up and has pretty much saved our season. Cause you know, we had this cornerback that's kind of like playing games and went into a late surgery. And, you know, I, I don't want to mention no names. He used to play for the Dallas Cowboys and, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know who I'm talking about, Rich? Uh, you're talking about, does, it, does his initials go B and J? No? <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is that who you're talking about? Like, are you talking about Byron Jones? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, what's happening? Uh, we're him? Supposed, Why is he, uh, where is he at? But it's, it's Byron Jones, Xavier Howard. That's who it was supposed to be the whole season. Yeah. And I don't know. Byron Jones had had a late surgery, maybe, and has never came back from it. And it looks like he's not going to play all season, but he's got played all, he's been on IR all season. It's, Really weird, but who gives a shit? We have undrafted rookie cornerback <laughs> Cutter Cutter Kehu. You know, I mean, what the fuck, dude? This dude has stepped up and has shut down his side. He's done really good. They rotated that around, but this guy's played like a pro. You know what I'm saying? He's getting a contract now. I guarantee you. So, yeah. NFL cool. scouts has got to do some reevaluating on their cornerbacks because they 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 miss way more than they hit. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so because um, I mean, even Jack Jones wasn't a high draft pick. He went what third round or something like that, third something or fourth like round, and he yeah. plays playing like a first round cornerback. If you're, you know what if I'm you can, I mean, yeah. so and it, this guy's he's an undrafted free agent playing like a third or fourth round cornerback. You know, yeah. so I mean, if you get a cornerback to start his rookie year, that's that's a lot. You know, well he's he's starting. He has started, and he has forty seven tackles, forty three solo tackles. Five passes um, defended and has only started eleven games, so that's pretty good. He did because yeah. we didn't. They well, didn't start well. him at first, and then they gave him a shot, and um, he has shut down his side. So he's done. He's done a good job. He gets burnt every now and then, but he's a rookie. Um, so yeah, there you, you got to go. take that. I'll take I mean, that. Every shit, time. Dad, Jack Jones even fucking gets that. So yeah, everybody gets burnt. Everybody yeah. gets burnt. All right. Yeah, uh, that's a shame about Byron Jones. Uh, yeah, he could really. Yeah, he hasn't played. He's not going to play. He's not. Yeah, that's play disappointing. I mean, see, the the one thing I wanted to say about Jack Jones real quick is, uh, don't anybody sit here in the chat, anybody on this damn podcast, anyone right here, don't sit here and say think to yourselves, oh, Bill Belichick knew how great he was. No, Bill Belichick is a fucking dumbass. He takes gambles and rolls dice. He decided to let <laughs> fucking J.C. Jackson walk and was like, oh, well, we're just going to draft another cornerback and hope he's as good as you. 
Yeah, which Jack Jones has honestly been as good as J.C. Jetson was last year. So uh, honestly, that's a sign of a good GM. So I mean, I mean, I'm not mad about it, but at the same time, you cannot give Bill Belichick credit for that. Bill Belichick just lights the gamble. Yep, that is that is true. He gambled and or watched a lot of tape. His scouts watched a lot of tape. He's known for watching a lot of film. So. Yeah, and uh, yeah, other people's film. Uh, <laughs> That's <clears throat> fucked up, Dad. Spygate. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, last team. Uh, I believe there's at least one guy I want to mention on Washington. Um, that's the, the last one I have for here. And this is just a rookie. Took um, He took the playoffs, or not the playoffs, he took preseason by storm. We were like, holy shit, Gibson's going to lose his job. And then the dudes ends up getting shot. And then I don't know, Brandon. What do you think? What do you think? You you wanna you got any stats on this dude? Yeah, hang on. Let me pull up the stats for you real quick. Um, th- this man has an incredible story alone outside of the stats. You know, like it's like nuts. you said, Dad, he was having an amazing preseason. I-, I believe me, you and Rich was sitting on here a couple of times, and we're like, "Holy fuck! Where the fuck did that Brian Robertson guy come from?" He's gonna take Antonio Gibson's spot, and then uh, and then he unfortunately got shot in the ledge. And we're like, okay, is he ever gonna play football again? And then two weeks later, another report comes out that he's already running on the bike. And we're like, what the fuck? This man just got shot two weeks ago. He's already yeah. running on the bike, being back in here and shit. So um, for a little bit of stats, uh, he's played in seven games or started in seven games. He's played in a total of nine games. He, receiving first, he has eight receptions for 42 yards and a touchdown. He averages 4.7 yards a game on receptions alone. On rushing, he has 147 attempts, 563 yards, two touchdowns, and he Eight averages, get game. this, get this, Dad, he averages 62.6 yards per game. Yeah. This man is a bad motherfucker. If you're telling me he's not better than Antonio Gibson, I think you need to do some research because I think he might win that starting job next season. So, oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're definitely not going to sign any contracts. They definitely no. They found the running back, and, and it's um, if they gave an award away for the best story to of a rookie, you know the best path of where you come from as a rookie he would definitely win it um he wasn't out long enough to get comeback player of the year or they should give it to him or they should change the rules and give it to him because the dude got shot in a fucking carjacking came back and played in the same season yeah i mean that's pretty amazing yeah yeah i mean mean, if they could do comeback player of the year and include preseason right exactly yeah yeah yeah, exactly but but you gotta remember this dude's a rookie that is his yeah. season. That preseason, yeah. he doesn't have a job if he doesn't show out in the preseason. Yeah. Right. He yeah. doesn't have a yeah. job. You that know probably automatically disqualifies well, him from being come back, though. But well, well, not, right, not exactly. only that, not yeah, only rookie. that, though. But but get this: he's okay. the defense. He's the he's the he is the rookie comeback player of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah there but, you go. But, but get this. But get this real quick, okay? Hey, this is the last thing I want to say about this man. This how this is how amazing this man is. So he has a great preseason, right? 
we're all sitting here on this panel. We're like, oh, my God, this man has got to beat Antonio Gibson. Then he gets shot. We're like, okay, is he ever going to play football again? Two weeks later, he's running on the bike. We're like, okay, running on the bike, that's a big deal. But will he ever step back into a game? Bam! First game back is not even like two months after he got shot, right? Then he's running again. But not to mention that, the day after this man got shot, he shows up at the fucking training facility with a whole back backpack full of fucking food for the offensive lineman. He's like, you eat, <laughs> you eat, you eat. I got shot, but y'all eat. Fuck this shit. This man right. is amazing, okay? I'm just saying I'm high on Brian Robertson. Yeah, yeah of so. course we're talking about Brian Robinson, Alabama quarterback. I mean, Alabama running back. He was taking third round pick to in the third round, 98th overall. So there you go. Yeah, you got to love Alabama. Got to love Running him. back. Great story. Great awesomeness. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and switch gears. We're going to do a little bit of games of the week. Run through these really quick. Give you guys our prediction on every game in week 15. Fuck it. If I don't call it, I'm not calling it. I'm not going to call it. If I don't call it now, might as well. Dolphins. Bills. Snow game. Running game. Everybody wakes up. Dolphins. Take it to the wire again with the Bills. And come out with another victory sweeping the Bills. There you go. I'm, I'm with that. I think I think uh, I think it'll be an ugly game, but uh, I think the I think the um, Dolphins will pull it out. Ugly and yeah, close. I, uh, I mean, uh, I I mean, are, are we all agreeing here on the panel? That's kind of weird because we normally don't do that. But uh, I'm taking the Miami Dolphins too. I, I think this is the, the I think this is the get right game for Miami. I think uh, with the snow being on there, I think you guys are gonna you know, feed off the running game. I think Tua will have a great game as well because of that. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is the get right game for Miami. So awesome. 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 Uh the keys being um the Dolphins are pretty damn good at stopping the run. I don't see anybody throwing the ball very successful here. Um I see a lot of run and um uh, Tua talked about that he, you know, in the last two games, he should have took some uh, checkdowns, and he, but he tried to force some stuff in there. Um, well, in the snow, he's going to take a lot of checkdowns, and there's going to be a lot of Tyreek Hill um, five yards out, <laughs> four yards out, well, and then Tyreek Hill just running the ball. Everybody's sliding around him. So uh, right, you, yeah, they, right. this kind of so, put some really good cleats on the cheetah and yeah. let him run through some snow. That's yeah. what I say. Well, see, this is kind of off a topic, Dad, but uh, I I got a a question. Yeah, this could be Jalen Waddle's game. Who knows? Because, you know, Penguins love the snow. But anyways, uh, this is kind of off topic, but I kind of wanted to get your guys' opinions about it. So you're saying in snow they don't throw the ball much, which is true. They normally run it. But then why do us NFL fans live? We live for the snow games. 
We want to see snow games. But well, for because of me, it reminds me of old school football. That's yeah. what, I mean, like that New England Bills game where they didn't throw the ball at all. They just ran it down each other's throat. If Bill Belichick wouldn't have won that game, I thought that would have been the funnest game to watch of all time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just I I love it. I love snow games. I love the I love the toughness. And that that's the problem I have with my my Miami Dolphins this year is they're not tough. They're not tough at all. They're going to be tough in this game. They better toughen up a little bit. Um, is they're not tough. You know what I'm saying? I like tough teams. I like teams that can run the fucking ball down your throat. And, you know, if you try to run away, they grab you and cram it down your throat is what they do. So, Yeah, I'm a big fan of it, too. Uh, I, I grew up when there was only like two domes. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Every every team had an outdoor stadium, but now it's it's not quite that much anymore. But. Right, exactly. All right, let's move along to our Sunday one o'clock games: Eagles, Bears. Uh, I don't see a game here. Do you, Rich? I do. I see the Bears winning this game. I think. Uh, oh, wow. uh, oh yeah. Yeah, as long as uh, uh, their quarterbacks for the Bears. Justin uh, Fields is playing. Yeah, he's starting. Uh, yeah, I think they I think they trip up the Eagles. So okay, there you go. Game probably like, much like the uh, Colts Eagles game. It'll be kind of like, uh, uh, I think I think the Eagles are just going to have problems with Justin Fields. I, I think right. that they're not going to have an answer for him. So right. Uh, I mean, uh, I would slightly agree with you, Rich, but I, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know which defense. Of Philadelphia we're getting like this defense is confusing to me just like New England's offense confusing to me this Philadelphia Eagle defense is confusing to me one week they're really really good and then the next week they're really 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 fucking shitty like they were against the Indianapolis Colts and had to pull it out barely and then just last week against the Giants they completely shut Saquon Barkley down. They shut everything down, and they just absolutely dog, beat the dog shit out of the Giants. So, I don't know. I'm going to take the Eagles here, but it's really going to come down to what kind of defense do we get from Philadelphia because, like Rich was saying, if Philadelphia is really shitty, I think Chicago got a chance because Justin Fields can run all over that defense. And I think Justin Fields might run all over him, but it won't matter. The Eagles will outscore them. Is what I think. Um, I don't even think it'll be a game. Eagles will win easy. Next up, best game of the week. Calling it now. Lions, Jets. Who knows who's going to win this game? I will tell you right now. And the reason why I wouldn't predict it earlier, if the Jets were going to the playoffs, because the winner of this team, this game, is going to the playoffs. Loser stays home. If the Lions win, they've proven it. They have it in the NFC. They're taking it. They're going on their playoff run. If they take another loss, maybe not. Jets come off a strong win. They're going to take it. They're going to say, fuck you, Chargers. Fuck you, New England. And they're going to do it. This is the game right here telling you who takes the seventh seed, whether it's NFC or AFC. Well, then uh, I'll tell you who's taking it. I'll tell you who's taking it. I I got the Lions taking it. I got the Lions winning this game. Okay, Uh, Patriots fan. No, no, no. I'm saying that for a reason, and I'm getting around to it. Uh, I think, like like we've been saying, and like you guys said on Tuesday, uh, I think this Detroit Lions defense has really been stepping it up these last couple of weeks. Um, And I, I don't think the New York Jets have the – Now, they haven't been stepping power. it up to New York 
football Jets defense. Well, yeah. No, no, do I mean, the, no, I mean the Jets all season so. long, Dad, has had, what, a top 10, top 5 defense in the right. National Football League all season right. long. Detroit's not there. But the reason why I'm taking Detroit is, is because I don't think the New York Jets have the offensive firepower like the Detroit Lions do. I think, you know, Detroit scores 40 or more points a game. I think I think they do it here again. Well, probably not 40 against that defense, but I think they're going to score just enough to beat the Jets. So, okay. All right. I think it's going to be I like you I like what you said uh just enough that kind of stuff because I think that's the talk. What do you think, Rich? Yeah, I think it's a blowout. Okay. I do what? <laughs> do you think it's a blowout? Oh, no, no. I don't think it's a blowout, but I do think the Lions will win. Uh probably a, a low scoring game. They'll win like uh, 17 to 14 or something like that. Like a but defensive I, struggle. The Jets are going to well, shut their offense down. Right. Yeah, neither one of these offenses are going to. I mean, uh, the, the Lions Jets, have a high powered offense. They do, but, it, but it's, the Jets, it's the Jets' defense, and that's the Jets' strength. Um, right. And the Lions don't have a great defense, but the Jets aren't really going to manufacture tons of points. I don't think against anybody right right at the moment. So I'm going to say, uh, but I agree with both of you. I do think this is kind of a playoff game. It will decide who goes. It to is. Play, it is. Which is, is interesting since we're both in different divisions or <laughs> yeah, different conferences. Funny, but they're both in the exact same spot in their yeah, division. Exactly. So, and I do think that the Lions are a little bit on a more of an upward trajectory at the moment. So I think that'll that'll uh, uh, give them give them the win. And that is, lost, that, is to look at. that is something to look at because they have played similar teams the last two games, yeah. and the Lions played those teams a lot better. They do. You know what I'm really, saying? With they, rounding out the Lions better, beat the Vikings. The Lions beat the Vikings. Right. Jets yeah. lost to them. Yeah. So that's something yeah. to something to look at. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, you know, we just put it up on the screen. Uh, Gus, Uncle Gus says Campbell for Coach of the Year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see that if they, if they go to the playoffs and win a playoff game, you know, why not, dude? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Hell, give it yeah. to them. Um, big, big fan of Dan Campbell. Yeah, yeah me, me too. too. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great game. That's all I know. Uh, this next game, uh, I don't think it's gonna be a great game, but I didn't think they were gonna be, you know, um, almost get beat against the Texans. Now it's like the Texans with a really good um, young quarterback. So let's see if the Cowboys can put up, you know, a fight against the Jaguars, I guess. Right. I mean, I mean, they're the, the Texans and the Jaguars are very similar. The only difference is, is the Jaguars have an up and coming, really good quarterback. They and do. The, they do. The and, and, and they're the playing good right now. Yeah. They're so, playing good right now. The uh, Jaguars oh, are, uh, Playing their best ball of the season, which you know for, is right. is what that is. Uh, we talked about it in the uh, predict the month predictions or, or a while ago that um, the Jacksonville Dallas game would be a trap game for for Dallas because they play the Eagles after that. But uh, after the Houston scare, I feel like uh, Dallas is going to come out a little bit more formidable than they did last week against uh, the Texans. And uh, I think I think they'll beat Jacksonville, but I, I think it's going to be. 35-27. There you maybe. go. Okay. Something, something like right. that. I think uh, Jackson you scored 27 points on this Cowboys defense. You're pretty damn good. It, it, right. Um, and that's, uh, you know, that uh, 
I'm going to give credit to Jacksonville because they are kind of rolling a little bit right now. Oh yeah, they're rolling. They're rolling, and, and their coach is pretty familiar with the Cowboys. Uh, Peterson, you know, used to be for the Eagles. Yep. So, so there you go. They'll be ready to All play. Right. Brandon, who you got in this game? I'm going Jacksonville. Sorry to do it, Uncle Roach, but I'm going Jacksonville in this game. They absolutely beat the dog shit out of the Tennessee last week, 33 to 15 or something like that. Um, you know, like you said, Doug Peterson has familiar rarity with the Cowboys being the Eagles head coach for a couple of years there. Um, and tre- it has something just turned in the keys of Trevor Lawrence. Like this man is having a great season this year after coming off a shit rookie season. So uh, I don't know. I- I'm going the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars here. I got them to beat the Cowboys. So. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, real yeah, quick, probably... real quick trivia. Uh, Dallas has never beaten Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they've only played once, but still. Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the Jaguars are, of course, he's doing better this year, Brandon, because he's finally got a coach. <laughs> yeah. And he That's hasn't, every difference. game this season, he hasn't done great. He's been yeah. very back and forth. Um, but he is on a roll you know, and coming off a couple really strong games. Um, he's still not no Andrew Luck. I'm sorry about no. Hey, no. Real, real quick to Brandon's point about Tennessee, you know, Jacksonville beating Tennessee. Uh, there's a team. I don't know if they might. They may not win another game this year. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee is reeling right they, now. They could probably lose every – I mean, I'd have to look at the schedule, but they they could probably lose every game this year and still win their division, though. That's right, the they can win it with six or well, seven. Yeah, that, that's that's division, right? But, uh, yeah. but they're not playing good at a yeah. good ball at all. See, both, if Tennessee's division was team, good, I, I don't think we would be terrible. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, if Tennessee's division was good, I, I don't think Tennessee would make the playoffs. So. I don't know. Yeah. No. And they're not going to make any noise in the playoffs, it doesn't look like. Right. I mean, they it's haven't tough. for what the last three years. They get the number one seed every year and then get fucking knocked down in the divisional round of the playoffs. So right. no, no yeah. wonder why the Colts paid money to get out of the AFC East. There you go. They got tired of getting beat by a new Miami. Yeah, they tried. Yeah. They're tired of getting beat up. So there you go. That's yeah. what happened. Speaking of the AFC East, Patriots, Raiders. Brandon, who you got winning this game? Uh. I'm going to say New England gets enough just to squeak this game out. Um, I do have New England losing the Nets three on our schedule, and that's why I don't have us making the playoffs. But I do have us squeaking out just enough here, and only for the fact that Bill Belichick does not lose to his freaking mentors. We already know this. He beats almost every single one of them. So I think he's going to beat Josh Daniels here. Like his his coaching tree is terrible. I mean, yeah, as head coaches, Rich, I guess nah, that's they're yeah. awful. <laughs> and Josh McDaniels, we talked about him. He's he's just garbage. But I'm I'm with you. I do not have the Patriots winning very many more games this season, but this one I do have them taking the dub. Yeah, I got I've got New England winning this one too. If they don't, I mean, I don't know. That's just going to be some kind of curse, but. Um, the Raiders terribly coached team. So, yeah. And I, I, if I'm a, if I'm on the Raiders, I don't even know how you get up for a game anymore. I mean, their season's been just ugly. It's been a, yeah, it's been rough. It has been rough. Um, all right, eight twenty p.m. Sunday night football. Giants 
Commanders. The tie game two weeks ago. <laughs> Am I going uh, first? Could it be another tie? It, it don't matter. All of y'all could jump in all at the same time. Because if it's another tie, I'm never watching either one of these teams again. <laughs> right, right. I'm going. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Commanders in this game. Um, yeah. I, I mean they they got they got Brian Robertson. They got they got the more uh, offensive explosive, you know, team. Um, you know, Saquon the, the giant... fucking Barkley. What are well, you talking? about, I know about, that, dude? but I'm talking about like they have more weapons. It, I mean, name one other person that Daniel Jones has outside of Saquon Barkley. He doesn't well, have you, anyone else. You name the only other one. That was Daniel Jones. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That Like, Tyler Heineke is playing pretty good this season. Um, you know, you have Brian Robertson that's been playing hella good. Scary you Terry. You have Scary Terry. You have, um, Kurt, you know, Curtis Samuel or whatever the hell his yep. name is. Like, you have a pretty good offensive there. And don't get me started on the commander's defense. They have a Their hell of a defensive line are beast mode. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, what the hell is Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley going to do? If the commanders know that they're just going to run it the entire time, they are about to smoke the Giants. I, I, I got them winning by at least two touchdowns in this game. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. I wouldn't say two touchdowns because I don't know. Washington's not going to score a ton either, maybe. But uh, Washington should coast on this game. I just They're coming off a bye the week. The Giants' defense is pretty damn good, too. So but, yeah. Saying. It is, but, I, I, yeah. Uh, you know, when and, are they good enough to cover Scary Terry? They, they're good enough to take him to overtime again. And, you know, like I said, it's going to overtime again. And if it's a tie, both of these teams I, I don't are think it's going out to overtime the again. At least. Both of these teams are kicked out of the NFL East. Yeah, right, right. Like, or just suspend. If we get a two tie season from these motherfuckers, they're both I, I, don't I don't think the game's doing. going to overtime, Dad. So, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. They, these teams uh, actually, are that evenly matched. They are that evenly matched. They really are. They, both offenses only have one true superstar. Both quarterbacks are very mediocre. Both defenses have great defensive lines. Both defenses have weaker. Um, cornerbacks. I mean, they're they're almost identical. The only exception is you got Scary Terry on one side and Saquon Barkley on the other. That's the only difference. So this guy throws a little bit more and this guy runs a little bit more. That's it. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. These teams are like evenly matched. They're not that far apart, but I think Washington's going to be a little bit better. So All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that's good. There we go. Boy, they should flex that game, though. (laughs) Do what? They should flex that game if that's the Sunday night game. Well, I guess they can't really flex it. Well, they they, flex it. That's gonna be a great game. The winner of this game, the winner of this game, is go like has the the next step for them is the playoffs, and who the loser of this game will probably not make the playoffs. Well, not only that, not only that though. If it's you very guys true. remember, this, 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 this game was flexed into Sunday night. It was supposed to be us and the Raiders on Sunday night. But oh, okay. They, they took us out and flexed that game into Sunday night. So, well, there you go. Gave you all the four hundred five spot. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. All right, cool. I'd much rather. Yeah, the Giants Commanders are a lot more. I mean, they, they, at least one of these teams is going to the playoffs. The other team's not. So there you go. Okay. Oh uh, well, I don't know. Okay, if we get our people back in time before we have to play any of the other three teams, well, I, I could possibly see us making the playoffs. 
Well, that's, like, that's as of right to, now, I'm that's up to no. the Jets and the Chargers. If you all make the playoffs or not, um, good hell, luck. we have demand of it right now. We're the seventh seed, not them. Yeah, you're the seventh seed this week. It's 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 at that time of year where it changes every week. Nah, nah, nah. We're well, beating the Raiders this time. As long as you win, okay, as as you win you'll be all right. Who's seven. playing right now? Thursday night football, anyway. Game uh, San Francisco and uh, Seattle, right? Seattle, which I'm about to get oh. off and go call that game. Yeah, that all might right, be a good one. Go. All right, there you go. Go call that game. Go watch, um, you know, probably the top defense in the NFL. So there you go. Yep. Well, next to your Cowboys, maybe. I got to say, uh, the, uh, San Fran's been a little bit more consistent on their defense. That's so, true. Yeah, I'm going to give them the, the credit, but they're, they're not much better. They're just, but they are going to be a little bit better. I agree. I totally agree. All right. We're out of here until Tuesday. You all enjoy another great weekend of football. We will talk to you early next week, and we will give you our takeaways on Tuesday, 7 o'clock p.m. Be there. All right. right? Yep. Until then, fins up, yo. Yeah.